is a passive kind of ignorance. We move about in a foggy bliss of unawareness. If we make ourselves ignorant, if we actively delude ourselves, then we are making a terrible mistake. We rob ourselves of the clarity of truths. We miss the beauty as well as the full depth and worth of the universe. Good morning, folks. This is Nube coming at you from California Prison Focus Prison Radio from KPOO 89.5 San Francisco. And you can tune into us also on the World Wide Web at KPOO.com. I hope you all are doing well out there on this beautiful Thursday morning, October 3rd. 2019. Yesterday was my birthday. I turned 55. And I'm so happy and grateful to be able to celebrate in this world with all of you. For the folks that are listening behind the walls, we love you. We got you. And I hope you will find some beauty in your day as well. Uh, We have got a good show for you this morning. I think we are going to have a fantastic guest Desiree Morales will be joining us in just a little bit here. And I want to, but before we get started with that, I definitely want to send out some notices. First things first, I always want to say, please give some love to to KPOO. This is an amazing radio station, this platform for it's an historical place this historical platform for great music great commentary great dialogue debates um, about issues that a lot of people a lot of stations do not uh, do not air this is listener supported radio so please um send some love over to kpoo they're not enough on drive right now but I'm saying that also uh, through the lens that California Prison Focus is um, has this amazing matching grant. And so I am encouraging all of you out there who can to please go to prisons.org and make a donation online because we have this amazing matching grant up until the end of December of this year. Um, and it's a $25,000 matching grant. So all donations are doubled up to $25,000, which is really amazing and will be really helpful. And one of the things that we are able to do is um, host Prison Focus Radio. And so I want to tie it back into, again, how grateful we are to be able to have KPOO in our community as well. So spread the love, you know, um, Kick down some of those funds. If you have a little extra, kick it down. Um, Because I think it's really, I hope all of you feel how important these these platforms are. Um, Prison Focus uh, newspaper uh, allows for us to have, um, to give voice to those folks that are behind the walls that, are, are fighting to get their voices heard. And so that's a platform that we provide. And here at KPOO Prison Focus Radio, um, every Thursday, that is also what we provide is a platform for those voices that don't normally get heard to be heard. The other a couple of things, too, that I want to bring to your attention, please, again, go to our website and check out our calendar, um, prisons.org. 
We are going to have another Liberate the Cage Voices coming up on October 30th, Wednesday, October 30th. We are uh, working to build a campaign around Setawa Nantambu Jama'a. Um, and so um, this is going to be a, a it's going to be led by him through our collective efforts to um, bring out the issues around parole. And I really am excited about um, being able to create this kind of working group, this campaign to free Satawa, who is going to be coming up for parole in July of 2020. The next thing um, that I want to mention is that in November, November 9th, at the Queen... Queen Memorial Church at 1324 East 24th Street in Oakland, California. Um, there is going to be a joint fundraiser for the SF Bayview and California Prison Focus put on by us with the Bayview and Cage. Cage. Oh, my goodness. Universe uh, Universalists. Cage Universalists. So we're going to be putting together this amazing fundraiser, and it's going to be on November 9th. So mark your calendars, please. Okay. Now, uh, before Desiree comes on, I want to read a very powerful statement that she wrote um, representing the families that were fighting for their loved ones um, inside around what um, they are calling human torture, which is a lot of what is going on inside of our prisons, unfortunately. End the integration of opposing groups and the separation of families. Statement by Desiree Morales. CDC, your power trip is destroying our families and creating the perfect circumstances for the next generation to secure their place in your prison system. The Department of Corrections is clearly not seeing the big picture. The two opposing groups being focused on are not the only ones affected by this extreme modified programming. There are other people that are greatly affected by this lockdown. The families, the wives, and the children of the men on modified programming suffer overwhelming consequences too. Visiting is a huge part of the rehabilitation process. It's also the time when mothers and fathers spend time with their children and when fathers can mentor and guide their children away from the paths and choices that lead to incarceration. Drastic changes in a child's life can cause havoc. Children act out when they don't understand what's happening. This leaves the mothers to deal with their children's emotional and behavioral problems on their own, on her own. Stress, tension, anxiety, loneliness, depression, and feelings of being helpless sets in and roots itself deep within these prison wives' souls. Those kinds of emotions take a toll on her life and her ability to function in a healthy, positive manner. Families are being broken down even further and thus setting the perfect circumstances for history to repeat itself. The cycle of incarceration continues, and that's a major problem. The Department of Corrections should open their eyes and see this modified programming spills far beyond their cell walls and barbed wire fences. Stop your power struggle and do what's right. Come to an agreement that is fair to all. Stop bullying our loved ones and their families. Your goal should be to rehabilitate and reunite, not to oppress and separate husbands and fathers from their wife and children. Stop categorizing the men in your custody as being less than human, as being no good or throwaways, as having no basic human rights or as being deserving of whatever the warden decides to inflict on them. We all make mistakes or wrong choices. Okay, she's calling in. Some of us end up in prison and some don't. We all have the same thing in common, though. We are all imperfect and we all have done wrong at some point in our lives. Desiree, are you with us? Desiree? Let's see. Desiree, are you with us? Okay. Hold on, folks. Let's see if I can get her on the air again. Desiree, are you there? Are you with us? Okay. Let's see if we can get her to call back in. Um, she is going to be speaking about um, the work that they have been doing as family members um, um, to uh, resist the practices that CDCR is um uh, practicing by merging yards and and continuing with a certain level of lockdown and I want to make sure that uh, she gets a chance to speak about what is happening um, so give me a second here okay so what I think what I'm gonna do is I am going to play some music um, while we are getting this started
Desiree on the line now. Let's see what we can do. Desiree, are you there? Desiree, can you hear me? Huh, okay. Hold on, folks. Just give me a second here. Let's see what's going on. Desiree, you there? folks let's see if we can get this going don't seem to be able to okay I'm having a little trouble getting Desiree on the line Desiree are you there okay hold on one second folks we'll just keep moving along with the music here I'm having a hard time getting her on Are you there with us, Desiree? Desiree? Are we on telephone? Okay. We seem to be having a little bit of technical difficulty here, folks. Okay, just hang in there with us. And um, we'll just keep playing some nice music for you here. And uh, we will be back with you as soon as we can. Okay. I know they see you when they want you. I know they see you when they want to make you who they want you to be. I know that life is trying to get you. I know that life is calling out to you by your name. But don't listen, resist it, keep running. Don't you stop for nothing, just keep kicking. Remember where you came from, don't forget what you already know. What you got is amazing, hold that, don't you let it go. You hold the light, you hold the light. You hold the light and it's shining and making darker places brighter, you lighter. You hold the light, you got a lot. You bring a lot, you bring a lot and it's evident they could see it, they won't end it. But it's not for the taking, it's not for the changing, no, it's not for remixing, it's not for remaking, alright. So they lining up to take it, alright. I can't let them take my you, you know I ride for you, yeah. I won't let them take you. Direction, yeah, I'll be your protector. You know I ride, I fight for you. I'll fight for you. I'll fight for you. You know I'm fighting because I refuse to lose you. Okay, let's see if we've got you on the line. How you, Desiree, are you there? Desiree, are you there? 
I can't hear. Yeah, I'm so I'm not really sure what's happening, folks. We are desperately trying to get Desiree on the line. um, And we're just having a little bit of technical difficulty here. Can you hear me now, Desiree? Okay. Um, All right, we are going to continue to just play some music and see what we can do. Um, And I might be back at you reading the agreement to end hostilities from Setawa Nantambu Jama'a. Hang in there, folks. You bring a lot in the salad and they could see it, they won't end it But it's not for the taking, it's not for the changing No, it's not for remixing, it's not for remaking, alright So they lining up to take it, alright I can't let them take my you, you know I write for you I won't let them take you, I won't let them I won't let them take you, I'll be your protection I'll be your direction, yeah, I'll be your protector, you know I I'll fight for you, I'll fight for you, I'll fight for you You know I'm fighting cause I refuse to lose you Fighting cause I refuse to lose you I'll fight you, know I'm ready There's no need to worry about them let me downs You can count them in stink the moment you let me round I torched it, screamed, shouted and forced it to move Off that groove it made on the porch of your heart I knew from the start it was gonna be war The grounds we fighting for the thought of you free from danger Hurt, fear, depression, and anger Confusing rage and pain galore Got me out here with my tools up Fighting with what I could use up Lyrics on tracks with music Yeah, the pain came and the rain fell down But I maintained through the skirmish It's cause I love you And you're worth it Yeah, you could be anything to them But to me, you're perfect I fight for you I'm right for you I'm here on purpose And you know I fight for you I'll fight for you Desiree, can you hear me? Okay, I can, okay, you can hear me. Okay, I'm having a little difficulty hearing you. I'm not really sure what that's about. Let's see what we can uh, work out here. Okay, can you hear me? Can you still hear me? Uh, Okay, I seem to have lost her again. Okay, um, we are um, going to work this out the best we can. Um, it looks like we are still having some difficulty um, getting that line worked out. So I am going to read the agreement and hostilities, um, which is going to be part of kind of part of what we're talking about is this collective unity and um, working together um, as a collective unit to make change. And and we need to find that place of of common ground across um, racial lines, across kind of ideologies, and really come together about what our um, what our common oppressor looks like and what it feels like so that we can come together collectively in a place of of love and unity to make things happen. And the reason I was having Desiree on, and I'm hoping that we will be able to get her on at some point in the show, is um, she and other family members were fighting on the outside for their loved ones on the inside to change conditions that were taking place that were harming their loved ones. And ultimately, that's what it, it, it takes. There's the collective organizing and unity that happens on the inside. And these guys, these men and women, um, you know, speaking up, um, organizing, being activists to Uh, change the conditions on the inside, doing things like um, peaceful hunger strikes um, and uh, work stoppages and things like that in order to enact this change. But they need the help from the outside. They need family members on the outside. They need um, they need the the other advocates, the community on the outside to help uplift what it is that they are trying to do to um, counteract the the human torture, the abuses um, um, that are taking place on the inside. So I read Desiree's statement because it spoke so eloquently about what was happening when um, 
almost a year ago now, well, t- 10 months ago, um, when Corcoran went on, on, a, on a hunger strike um, to... Um, to bring light to the things that were happening on the inside. So um, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get her back because, um, you know, that work is still being done. And in the meantime, okay, let's see. Um, It looks like she may be calling. Let's see. See if I can get her on. Desiree, are you there? No. Okay. All right. I'm so... The Agreement to End Hostilities is this amazing document that was written by the Short Corridor and other representatives um, to end, they were fighting for the ending of solitary confinement. And this brought about, these were all about the, the hunger strikes, the historic hunger strikes that took place between 2011 and 2013. Um, and I've always encouraged you, listeners, to please um, learn more about this. If you don't know about it, again, go to prisons.org and read some up of some of our newspapers, our archived newspapers, um, to know more about this. But uh, the reason I want to read this, this agreement, because, again, it speaks to that collective organizing and unity and what needs to happen in order for things to change. So... I would like to read this, and I'm hoping that we will be able to get Desiree on the line. We'll see what happens. So, the agreement to end hostilities, August 12, 2012. To whom it may concern and all California prisoners. Greetings from the entire Pelican Bay State Prison Shoe Short Corridor Hunger Strike representatives. We are hereby presenting this mutual agreement on behalf of all racial groups here in PBSP Shoe Corridor, wherein we have arrived at a mutual agreement concerning the following points. And I just want to pipe in here that before I read this, there are going to be a lot of um, an acronyms like ISU and IGIs and things like that. I'm not going to spell out what those all are. Um, but these are all agencies within CDCR that they're um, f- fighting against. Um, and you can learn more about that, again, by going to our archived newspapers. If we really want to bring about substantive, meaningful changes to the CDCR system in a manner beneficial to all solid individuals who have never been broken by CDCR's torture tactics intended to coerce one to become a state informant via debriefing, that now is the time for us to collectively seize this moment in time and put an end to more than 20 to 30 years of hostilities between our racial groups. Therefore, beginning on October 10th, 2012, all hostilities between our racial groups in SHU, ADSEG, general population and county jails will officially cease. This means that from this date on, all racial group hostilities need to be at an end. And if personal issues arise between individuals, people need to do all they can to exhaust all diplomatic means to settle such disputes. Do not allow personal individual issues to escalate into racial group issues. We also want to warn those in the general population that IGI will continue to plant undercover sensitive need yard debriefer, quote, inmates amongst the solid GP prisoners with orders from IGI to be informers, snitches, rats, and obstructionists in order to attempt to disrupt and undermine our collective group's mutual understanding on issues intended for our mutual causes such as forcing CDCR to open up all GP main lines and return to a rehabilitative type system of meaningful programs and privileges, including life or conjugal visits, etc. Via peaceful protest activity, non-cooperation, especially hunger strike, no labor, etc., etc., People need to be aware and vigilant to such tactics and refuse to allow such IGI inmate snitches to create chaos and reignite hostilities amongst our racial groups. We can no longer play into IGI, ISU, OCS, and SSU's old manipulative divide-and-conquer tactics. In conclusion... We must all hold strong to our mutual agreement from this point on and focus our time, attention, and energy. We must, uh, on mutual causes beneficial to all of us, prisoners, and our best interests. 
We can no longer allow CDCR to use us against each other for their benefit. Because the reality is that collectively, we are an empowered, mighty force that can positively change this entire corrupt system into a system that actually benefits prisoners and thereby the public as a whole. And we simply cannot allow CDCR slash CCPOA, the Prison Guards Union, IGI, ISU, OCS, and SSU to continue to get away with their constant form of progressive oppression and warehousing of tens of thousands of prisoners, including the 14,000 plus prisoners held in solitary confinement torture chambers, SHU, ADSEG units for decades. We send our love and respects to all of those of like mind and heart onward in struggle and solidarity. Presented by the PBSP Shoe Short Corridor Collective. That's Pelican Bay State Prison Shoe Short Corridor Collective. Todd Ashker, Arturo Castellanos, Setawa Nantambu Jama'a, Antonio Guyen, and the representative's body. Danny Troxel, George Franco, Ronnie Yandel, Paul Red, James Baridi Williamson, Alfred Sandoval, Louis Powell, Alex Yergoyen, Gabriel Huerta, Frank Clement, Raymond Chavo Perez, and James Mario Perez. And all of these, in this case, all of these men worked together again across racial lines collectively to enact the change that actually won them their settlement, the Ashker uh, versus Brown settlement that finally got them after decades in solitary out. Now, many of them are still not out and they are still experiencing other forms of solitary confinement. Doesn't matter what you call it. You can call it um, security housing unit. You can call it ADSEG. You can call it restrictive custody. It's all solitary confinement and it is torture. And they came together collectively and with a focus along with their supporters and families on the outside to enact this change. And it is so important that we do work together um, and that families come together. And I was really hoping to have Desiree on um, so that she could um, really speak so eloquently, so that she could really speak about what it means for families on the outside to to come together. So I am going to be asking her to call again and see if we can make this happen. We're not really sure why I might seem to have her on, but then um, th um, she went away. So we'll see what can happen. I am then going to see about playing some music in the meantime so we can get going with that. Okay, let's see what we've got here, folks. Let's see if we've got Desiree on the line. Desiree, are you there? I'm here. Oh, fantastic. We've been saved. This is great. Okay, thank you so much. This is awesome. Okay, thank you so much for being patient, Desiree. Thank you all the listeners out there for being patient as well. Um, and welcome, Desiree. Um, I did read your you. really powerful statement. And um, so I wanted folks to be able to have a little bit of context um, around what your statement was about. So maybe we can take them back a little bit to that time um, when um, your loved ones inside were um, on lockdown. They were dealing with the modified programming and mm -hmm. they actually had those six, six demands. And the main one was ending the lockdown. So I'm hoping that you would kind of give us some 
um, some explanation about what the what lockdown modified programming what that means and how what effect it is having on your loved ones inside and the and and you as the family members okay well thank you guys for having me um so basically um there at corporate um they have both groups on modified program um so to me um Modified program is just a different terminology for lockdown. Um, it allows CDCR, it's their way of getting around the court's ruling of the Mitchell case, um, enabling CDCR to um, have them on lockdown longer than the 14 days. Um, lockdown was a type, well, it is a type of torture in the form of sensory deprivation. So, um, CDCR, you know, basically they're saying uh, it's although it's a modified program, but really, you know, it, it's a lockdown. So, like you said, there is the demands they weren't getting um, able to. They weren't getting store packages. They weren't able to go to their programs. They weren't getting any yard at all. So they were being deprived. It's, these modified programs are worse than lockdowns. So I just want families and folks to know that, you know, that they're the same, but actually a modified program is, to me, it's worse. Why, and, and, and why, um, and sorry, does, does the, when, mm-hmm. when folks are on lockdown, how does it affect visiting? Um, so when you're on lockdown, uh, there's no visiting at all, but uh, there's prisons that only allow visiting on lockdowns. So Interesting. there's no vis yeah there's it's just certain prisons that still allow visiting and family visits. Mm-hmm. Okay, and is Corcoran one of those? Oh no! Right, so you were not able to so you were not able to um, connect and have your family connect with your loved one on the inside Correct. while they were on lockdown. And why? Mm-hmm. Right, and so and what it, what is how does the modified programming affect their? Um, their time inside, your loved one's time inside, like what, and what is the justification for, I mean, the the CDCR, right, will tell us that, or tell you that um, they're on lockdown for safety reasons, right? Right. Um, But in in fact, there are other things, but but there are other, there's, being on lockdown, like you said, creates all of these deprivations and and really um, uh, compromises um, the work that they need to do, like you said, mostly with that programming. So can you kind of dive into that a little bit more, dig down a little bit deeper about what that means with the modified programming? Yeah, so the modified program, like you said, yes, it deprives them as far as like programming, going to their schools, their jobs, their vocationals, things, the tools that they need, um, you know, for they need to parole, things that they need to take with them when they go to board, things that are, things that CDCR is requiring. And it's bad enough that level four prisons have very few programs because they're always on these indefinite lockdowns. And then, you know, the outside staff, they just end up, you know, quitting or they don't, you know, they don't go. Um, they end up, you know, not going because they're missing so many days. So the programs stop. So, like, there's no pro- there's no programs in these level four prisons because they're always implementing these modified programs. So, yeah, if they're a modified program, how are they to go to the library and get books and resources that they need? How are they able to, you know, to um, make appointments to see their counselor or if, you know, they just keep them, they just neglect them right there in their cell. So it's very important that folks know what they're doing because it's actually stopping the guys you know, the men incarcerated from excelling to want to come home. It, it you know, it, it causes anger. It, it, it causes anxiety and other feelings. And then that's when mental health comes in. And then it just gets worse. So we need to stop this. Yeah. And apparently, so, you know, that's kind of where you all started. It's also where you are now. But apparently there was some news that... Um, 
that some of this uh, and some of the yard merging was stopping is this is this a part of it is, uh, uh, do you have a different do you have a different take on on that news because it sounds like um, there was there's some news that um, this experiment that CDCR had by putting the you know the different groups together, even though knowing asking specifically for that not to happen, um, mm-hmm. it was stopped though because what I understand, which wasn't said by CDCR of course, was that a lot of the organizing and the galvanizing of the family members out of their love for their loved ones, um, you know. Um, protesting outside the prisons week after week after week. I mean, is that part of it? I mean, I, I, I'm thinking that you and the other family members are a part of that. And could you um, say oh, more yes, about that? Absolutely. Um, I feel like the protesting, um, you know, the gatherings, um, the writing, um, phone zaps, um, you know, just you know, being invited into other people's space, congregations, um, giving our testimonies and our, our stories, letting people know, you know, media too with the violence, you know, with the violence and people getting hurt. Um, it was just, I think it was just, you know, um, adding up and adding up and adding up where they couldn't get away with it. You know, um, a lot of people were starting to know what's going on and they would see on the news, oh, a riot, and right away they would email that news reporter or, you know, those groups and saying, hey, no, no, this is what's going on. And then they would send them facts to prove it. So, yeah, you know, it just, it's a little bit, everybody had their part in it, um, you know, and, you know, especially, you know, the inmates, um, you know, the families, the organizations, and, you know, just everybody, you know, fighting for them. So everybody had um, a part of, of it, of ending it. However, um, the, the main thing to me is, CDCR only will recognize when someone actually gets hurt, and then they start filing litigation and lawsuits. So I just, you know, it's a combination to, you know, to why I believe um, they're halting it for now. So when they say halting it, to me, it just makes it seem like they're just putting it on hold until they can come up with something else. Okay. And so, and what do you, what are the, um, what do you plan on doing? Um, if, if I mean, are you continuing? And, and how are you, like, how are you, f- you as the family members, I mean, you're going out, are you mm-hmm. still going out like every yeah. week? And, and what is it that you are asking of CDCR and, and in relation to what's being asked of, of, of you um, from your loved ones on the inside, because they're they're doing their work on the inside. So, could you talk first a little bit mm-hmm. about what they're doing on the inside, and how, and and in turn, what it means for you all here on the outside to be um, in unity and with them. Like what yeah, so, what it is um, that they're asking for, what is it they're needing, and how you are fighting for them on the outside. Yeah, so, I mean, what they're asking for is basically for CDCR, you know, to be fair, um, they're asking for, you know, CDCR to restore their privileges, you know, they want, basically, we, they're asking CDCR to stop these indefinite lockdowns and follow the rules, follow the laws, and we want, you know, we want them to stop changing the terminology when they change the rules, you know, and that's what, that's what they want, so that's what, we're going to fight for. We're going to fight to stop these indefinite lockdowns. Where we want, you know, we want them to follow the law. We want, we want, you know, we want people to know and recognize their, you know, the changing of the terminology and the things that they say. So we're out here to educate families, you know, to educate people on what's going on. Because, um, like I said, you know, uh, you know, we have lots of men in the inside, you know, who are doing really well um they want to continue their programs and um they want to you know they want to come home so we're just you know um we have um we have a a a group of um families and women that come together every month and to strategize and and to see how we're going to get this to stop uh, all the way to litigation public safety so um we are not done um Everything that I've been through from the beginning till now, um, I feel as 
as a as a wife, as a mother, as a as a fellow, as a mentor, as a leader. That um, now through all this that I've been through, I'm stronger emotionally. Um, I'm my mentality. I'm stronger. Um, I educate myself, and I'm confident. And if we could get more folks that are on that same path, I really feel that we can, you know, just we can stop all this and make things, you know, make things fair for our loved ones inside. So for you, Desiree, in terms of your loved one, um, does he... So he's he's trying to do his time. Is he is does he have a parole date? Is he does is his is his like how do you see his situation? What's happening mm-hmm. in there? Compromising um, his ability to be able to um, to do what he needs to do in order to come home. What's what's happening there? Like specifically for you and your family, regards to so, this. Um, so he does. He has opportunity to come home through different resentencing, you know, different resentencing, and um, to through you know through different programs that now that they're offering, like through uh, different petitions and stuff. So he is able uh, to. He goes to board again um, in two more years, but. I wanted to try, you know, I wanted to um, do the 1170 and different Senate bills, but I can't because he's on these um, indefinite lockdowns. So certain requirements, you know, that he might need or, you know, good behavior or things like that, it might, you know, compromise this. So if he's not getting any certificates or earning, um, you know, things like, because he needs a vocational, it's really hard on the level four to ever complete uh, vocational, so like he needs a vocational because the board is indicating that's what that's what they require. So like he needs certain things, but he's not able to do that um, on the level um, on the level four right there at Corcoran. He's not able to. So it's kind of frustrating, and it's well, it is. It's very frustrating, and it you know it's not. It doesn't encourage. It doesn't encourage them or give them high like high hopes. It just it just kind of just makes you know. It just gives somebody no hope, and I, I feel like this these things are what oppresses them and doesn't allow a lot of these men um, to come home because then their attitudes change or maybe they're just like oh forget it um, nothing's ever gonna you know go good in here and things aren't gonna change. But that's why like that's why he has me. So. That's why he has me to fight for him. Well, and that, and and I think that's really, Desiree. I hear you, girl. You are you are being, you are so strong. You are so amazing. And I, I, I just, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this with, with us, with the listeners out there. Because I think people really need to understand that these are these are families. This is these are families that are being um, are being greatly affected. As everyone who is listening can hear, Desiree, um, this you you need the the you need help and you need support. Mm-hmm. The, your loved ones need the help and support, and have to be fighting CDCR right. and their policies that that they are violating. Um, that right. are are again compromising. What I hear you saying is just to keep some hope going. I mean, yeah. and you were also talking about how. Yeah, you have to be like uber strong, not only do your life, but try to keep up hope for your loved one on the inside as he's trying to also keep up his hope. And um, and CDCR needs to do their part. We I, I mean, politically, we we can have arguments all day long, but the reality is that it comes down to people's basic humanity and you are part of our community and and cdcr is a part of our community your loved one is a part of our community and we need to be doing the things that are necessary to to uplift and empower these folks yes they've done Mm -hmm. okay we can all talk about accountability, but if you, if we're going to do it this way, which I'm an abolitionist, so I don't believe in the prison way, but the reality is we do have prisons, and 
if we're going to if if this is what we have right now there needs to be some restorative justice in there there needs to be some justice and rehabilitation and getting the things that folks Absolutely. need so they can come back healthy and strong and not like you say setting up the next generation to be targeted by this system to be imprisoned because they can't get close to their family. Um, Desiree, I wanted to read to you the six um, demands, and I want to ask you um, if um, the if any of these things have been um, have have uh, been abided by. Lift the lockdown. Allow visits. Allow us to attend educational, vocational, and rehabilitation programs that we're enrolled in. Allow us to receive commissary and packages, that we be given our weekly 10 hours mandated of outdoor exercise yard, that we are treated fairly. Do you see any of those so, things happening? Um, no. So the lockdown, um, they, ended the lock, they ended the lockdown in um, June, and then they ended the lockdown um, in June, and then a month and a half later, um, I believe it was... Uh, I have to get my dates, but they put them back on lockdown. So now they're back on lockdown. So they were up for, um, if I can speak about, they were up for about almost over a month. And then um, there was some negligence there in the prison um, where a CO accidentally, uh, and he uh, accidentally opened um, a prison door to another group. And then um, an incident escalated. And now they're, back on lockdown. Okay. Sorry. So that's (laughs) another problem, right, with group punishment. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So... Back on group... Uh-huh. Oh, Desiree. So I want to make sure that you have some time to talk about... I, I know that you're, you're still really in it right now with you and the families because you've got these challenges ahead, but I really want to... Um... I really want to, you to have some time to talk about the fact that even even still that you have these challenges ahead, you the fact that you were you and the other family members and working with your loved ones inside were able to put some spotlight on what's happening is very very powerful. I want you to be able to be in that place, talk about that, and how that's going to propel you forward in the challenges, um, and talk to us about the challenges that you have ahead with with your loved ones inside and this this issue that's, that's still ongoing. So, um, yeah, I want to move you into that place and, and that collective, that beautiful uni- unified energy that you, that you all have going and how you can move that forward and what's then being asked of us out here as well. Yeah, so, I mean, we are very, we are, you know, very grateful that, and, you know, that this is, that this all ended. I mean, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of folks are relieved, um, you know, relieved from depression, anxiety, they're relieved from a lot of things in their age. So now things are getting a little bit better for us. And with that, it, it allows us to actually, you know, encourage our men in the inside because a lot of our men in the inside are disheartening and you know we want them to know we're here for them and we won't give up i mean it's it only you know it's already been really bad so it it only could get better so i mean we do have hope absolutely i mean this has given a lot of people you know um hope and and it's kind of like a survival skill against cbcr like you know it's taught a lot of people um different things and how to handle and how to handle them so i think with all of us working together but especially you know families need to know what our loved one inside is going through and what they want and you know the things that they're requesting because we can have different you know looks uh, we can read things different than them so we always need to you know make sure we stay in contact with our loved one you know do our through letters and make sure we know what they're going through and how they're feeling and what they require of us and what they want us to do for them so i think that's really important that families do you know um stay in support with their with their loved one inside fabulous yes so a call to how how important it is for the families as best they can and it's stressful people i i really want the listeners to understand though do you, that i mean 
these are mothers. These are wives. They, they, they're bringing in the income. They have to go to work. And it can become another full-time job, another another part-time job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's intense. And it's that's why it's important that we have your voice out here. How um, to let people know how um, we as a community also, we are responsible to uh, building the community that we want. And we want a community that is caring for our people, that is empowering, that is saying that, I hear you, I got you, and, you know, what can we do? And, again, it's that collective effort. Um, you had a statement, that, uh, Desiree, we were talking earlier. Um, there was a, a statement by um, by Sitawa that you that seems to motivate you, and I was hoping that you would read that and, um, and talk yeah. about what, what that, yeah, and talk and let the listeners know what that means to you. Yeah, so um, what I his quote that um, really stood out to me, and I love to read over and over, it says, Be mindful that our success will depend on our collective resolve and determination to put an end to this system of human torture. So when he says, be mindful that our success, so our is more than one. So I'm feeling like the families, like that our success, the more, the more the merrier, the more the better. So if we have more families getting involved and more families, you know, able, you know, caring to have empathy to our, to our prison system, because what it is is human torture that, you know, we will have success, but our success will depend on our collective resolve and determination. How, how bad do we want it? How, um, how determined are we to get, you know, the co- to collective resolve and determination. So to get the resources to, to, to read, to be educational, to take a couple minutes out of your time to, to read and, and, and want to educate yourself. Because with all of that, all of that put together, um, we can, like he says, uh, to put an end to the system of human torture. Because basically, you know, that's what is happening. I mean, it, what CDCR does in there it ha- has been recognized as cruel and unusual punishment, and that you know, and that's a fact. And um, if people get more involved, it'll you know we will just be stronger. And I want people to also folks out there to know that negligence and violence is going to just come more and more as they halt and end these certain you know the end these certain things that they're doing, they're going to just, like like now, they're on um, Old Corcoran 3C. Um, the group is back on a lockdown because of a negligence, you see? So it's like there's going to be more of that to come, so we need to be stronger in numbers, and I, I believe, you know, that we can end this. You know, I, knew, I want people to know locking up um, hostile groups in a space is not peacemaking, like they said. Like, where do you get peacemaking? There is no peacemaking. And also, the other opposing group, um, Fresno Bulldogs, they were in non-signatory with the end, uh, the agreement to end the hostilities. So people might wonder, like, well, why are they fighting, you know, the whole end the hostilities? But they were not part of it. So people also need to understand that. Exactly. And and again, it really just goes back to what, why are we putting people in if, if we're not going to be focusing on rehabilitation and being denied mm-hmm. all of the, the programmings again and, right. and being able to visit their families, I think is just, it's, it's counter. And, and you all are bringing that to light. And that's just so important that you are. How do you, would you like people to um, get in touch with you, or is there a place where you can send folks to yes. get some of that in, um, um, yeah, so that they can get some of that education that you're talking about so that they can become involved? That would be great if you want to give out any information that yes. people can refer to. So I also just wanted um, folks to know that we are continuing to fight against CDCR's lack of um, safety and care for our incarcerated loved ones um, and how you know, parallel to the agreement and the hostility, CDCR is attempting to rewrite history that a lot of these men already lived. You know, um, the non-designated yards is still uh, active, and uh, that can experiment. Indeed, that's an experiment. Only results in violence and death. So we are going to continue to fight because integration, any integration of the yard of, you know, those 
different groups it is not is not something that's going to you know um come out positive it, it, it's just going to be there's just going to be violence so um we're going to continue to fight for that so the email is no uh to integration at gmail.com no to integration at gmail.com yeah so n o t o i n t e r g r A-T-I-O-N, so no to integration at gmail.com. If they need any information or they would like to be involved, anything, anything they want to know, it doesn't even matter. They can just go ahead and email, and then um, one of um, one of the representatives will get back to them. And then um, from there, we can go ahead and, you know, get together, and they can just join us in, in this movement. Um, we are setting up, uh, we just had a meeting last week, um, at the Chukwu Center, and we are planning um, a meeting next month in Bakersfield. So we can go to different counties and different cities, not just keep it here in L.A. County. Um, we want to go to Oakland and Bakersfield okay. and talk with families. Desiree, thank you so much for sharing this. I want to give um, just a big love up to all of you and the families and your loved ones behind the walls um, and listeners, um, please send out, please contact them, see what you can do. Thank you so much, Desiree. Thank and you. Um, we will definitely keep you, um, have you on again to keep us updated. Okay, thank you. All right, have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, we are going to end with some music. That is the end of our show. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. All right, here we go. Let's see. That music is going to come up, I promise. Take some of that. Can you just mute the auto tune on, on my lead right now? Yeah. If it was I need you had, if it wasn't me you had, you got all you need in that mind. If somebody broke your heart, grab your keys and stole your you got all you need, you'll be fine Just stop crying, crying Don't cry, cry no more Just stop crying, run through the door Whoa, just stop crying, crying Don't cry, cry no more Waste but made, you can make it for sure so dry your eyes, dry your weeping eyes Yeah, yeah Don't let the light fade out Don't let your life, your life touch you by You gotta try, no, you gotta try Yeah, yeah Don't let the light fade out Don't let your life, your life touch you by You got it Wow Oh yeah, you got it here today because you able, no, you got it, gotta get your own. And ain't no handouts or no favors, take your throne. And before you know it, you'll be home. Ooh, yeah. Say, I got it. Let your ears hear your mouth talking something bright tonight. Take your time and look inside. And we all can see that it's night. Just stop crying, crying. Don't cry, cry no more. Just stop crying. Run through the door Whoa, just stop crying Crying, don't cry, cry no more Waste but made, you can make it for sure So dry your eyes, dry your weeping eyes yeah. You know you can dry your eyes Don't let the light fade, yeah Don't let your life fade Don't let your life, your life touch your back You gotta try, no, you gotta try I wonder when the summer comes 
I wonder when the sun will come, pick us up or take us. She ain't no label for the fakers. And ain't no label for the flip-flop slip knots and heaven sakers. Greater work. Yeah, I ain't looking to talk it, but walking it today. Say wait, yeah, but later works. I say it again, I'm talking greater works. Put them first. The side cry, let's get it up. Yeah, hearts blow. KPOO San Francisco is a local, independent, and listener-supported radio station. You can send a tax-deductible donation addressed to KPOO, P.O. Box 156650, San Francisco, California, 94115. Thank you for your support. We're in the middle of KPOO's annual fall fundraiser. Please help KPOO Radio raise $75,000 by December 31st. As you know, KPOO is a 100% listener-supported radio station, and we need the help of every listener to reach our goal of $75,000 to cover major annual operating expenses and to keep broadcasting throughout the year of 2019. Please donate to KPOO Fall Fundraiser. You can donate online at kpoo.com with your debit or credit card. All donations are tax-deductible. You can also send a check or money order to 